Good morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And today we're talking about a game that Saul likes. Dark Conspiracy. A near future game of dark horror. Okay. Yes. So I must say that I really like this game. And it came out in what year? 1991. 1991. So sometime in 1991, I'm in a mall in my hometown of Salinas. And they have a B. Dalton's. If uh, you're under born after 2000, you probably don't know what a B. Dalton is. But they were a, sort of a smallish bookstore that was basically in every mall across America. At least as far as I understand. It was like Barnes & Noble, but not as big. Not as big, right. They were, and it would fit inside a little... There might still be some, just not B. in Daltons. our area. Yeah, maybe. But they, were, they would fit inside in a, in a small... Uh, what is it? A small storefront inside a mall from the eighties, right? The nineties. Typical Ooh, mall. Okay, try to try to say that again. Whatever you understand. I walk into this B Dalton's, and they have a very small section of role playing games, which I thought was freaking cool. And one of them was Dark Conspiracy. The first thing you notice about Dark Conspiracy is the cover, right? Uh, Larry Elmore, famous fantasy science fiction uh, artist. Uh, did the cover and I was like, "Wow, that looks really cool." I'm gonna maybe, you know, post a link to what the book looks like. Anyway, so it was by GDW, I believe. Yes. And it used uh, their own in-house rule system, which was the same one used in Twilight 2000. And I, I didn't think too badly of the system. Some people really didn't like it. I was just really more intrigued with the whole setting. Right. And it was and I'm not really into horror. You know, I don't like horror movies. I don't like slasher movies. But you know, because I grew up in the era of Carl Kolchak and some people who are born in the 90s probably have no idea who that is. Uh, it was a TV series. It was a reporter who would go after strange and you're going way back to supernatural things. So the, so but see, that's what it's Carl Kolchak and the and the and the, and that the, what was it called? Remember? No, because I've only seen a couple episodes <laughs> on Netflix. We or have we have the DVD you, collection. Maybe that's where yeah, I that's saw it. The show was about a reporter who would who worked for like a rag, you know, like the the Enquirer, and he would do these exposés on these uh, these supernatural creatures, and and, and everybody the, thought he was a kook. And everybody thought he was a kook. Is the, the the actor was Darren McGavin, who was a very very famous actor. It had that kind of vibe, right? Where where somebody okay, so. So in the setting, it's slightly futuristic. It's, uh, what is it, indeterminate? It says the all-too-near future. All-too-near future, yes. Basically, the, the story is evil forces are at work, right, in our world. And they've entrenched uh, themselves in, in uh, the government, in corporations, in high society. And, those, and, and they've worked with humans who basically sold out humanity, right? They say, well, if you help us, we'll, you know, you could be the good human that we keep at the top and then everybody else is the ones that's going to suffer. And they make that, that deal with the devil and aliens and dark forces and stuff all work together to subjugate the, the rest of the, the human race. Of course, on planet Earth, we don't know this is going on. Right, the regulars don't know, but but everybody else you know, goes to the day-to-day mundane existence and as we slip into this ap- apocalyptic uh, uh, ending or you know, situation. And it's slightly futuristic, right? There's mega- metroplexes, they call them metroplexes, where these huge cities uh, have taken over the, the United States landscape and the world. And basically... Like uh, cities, that, especially on the East Coast, they combine and become like uh, one of them is 
Boston and Washington become boss wash. So there's huge metroplexes. But other places not in the United the States. The middle of the country. The middle of the country. The or rest probably of the California too because I doubt if we have a metroplex. Well, metroplex would be like from here to San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. And, and anyway, and so the real rich people live in these like arcology type deals. Like they they live in these fancy, huge buildings where they work, they sleep, they eat, they and do everything in those, and they never venture out because it's you know it's dangerous, right? And then and then in the middle of the country, or well, in, and the reason it's dangerous is because in the middle of the country, these interdimensional beings that came from have started have started infiltrating or taking over areas. Yeah, moving they call in. It demon grounds, right? Demon grounds, yes. Right, and so in demon ground areas, uh, the dark forces have taken over and they kind of operate in the open. And then in the not in uh, slightly uh, what is it they call it the out, outland area. Outland, I think it's called Outland or Outlaw Area. That's what it is, Outlaw Area. The, it's not quite that way, but it's kind of, you know, it's kind of dangerous. And it's the ba- where the police and and the government has basically given up. So yes. it's kind of like the Wild West. The Wild West, and still some people make try to make a living out there and all that, but uh, but it's very dangerous. So that's the setting, and and who are you, right? Who who who? What do you play as a in this world? Well, you play ordinary citizens usually, you know. Uh, what I liked about the system was that to create a character, you have they have they call it a life path or a career path. So you pick a career that you want to do, and then it gives you bonuses to your skills and stuff like that. And and every year, every four every, years, every four years is a section of uh, of your life. And so you can stop and p- start playing at any point after that, after those first four years. So you can go four years, eight years, twelve years, depending on how long. You, and how many skills you want and how experienced you want to be and how old you want to be to start the game. So what's really interesting is that this career path, when you leave a career path, it tells you from here you can become this or this or this, right? And one of them is a prisoner, right? So so one of the one of the one of the you know, if you if you start off as a prisoner for whatever reason, for you know, role playing purposes, you could come out of being a prisoner to a street thug and, and uh a homeless. And those things give you certain skills and certain uh, certain skills. I thought it was really neat as a as a kid. You know, so you, you really become you really become like a monster hunter, right? Right. Or so, well, yeah. Whether you, you're in the city or outside of it. Right. So who are you, right? Why, you know, why would you want to play in this horrible? So you'd really, really have to get your your compatriots together to make sure that everybody met each other, right? Or right. Yeah. the The point of the game is that your character at some point got exposed. To the truth, whether they saw a monster, whether they saw the after effects of a monster or a demon or whatever evil, an alien, whatever you want to call it. At that point in time, your character decided to fight the situation that they see. And then they may only see a glimpse, a small part of what's going on. They may not think there's this huge conspiracy, but they know something is wrong and they want to fight against it. And you and your fellow players play people who have been exposed to the truth and therefore are in a desperate fight against that. So it's like Mulder on Yes. Right. And anybody else who helps Mulder, right? The the, the lone gunman. The man. lone gunman, right. And 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 anybody else who's ever ever helped Mulder, you know, and you're talking, you know, and there, in fact there's a there is a uh, 
there is a you can be a, like a FBI agent and a, a cop, a prisoner, construction worker, because all these things are going to give you different skills. I thought it was really neat. I thought the real the character creation, though it could be a little long, right? Because there's all these decisions that you got to make as a player. But I thought it was really neat. Now the combat, eh, it was a little bit different. I thought the skill system was pretty cool. The skill system was real easy. Uh, it, it was based on the D10. Why was the combat? Eh. Well, some people didn't like it, but the skill system was really easy. I thought you have a number. Let's say your skill is three. If you wanted to attempt something like, let's say you construct construction for some reason stuck in my head. If you want to like figure out how how a pillar would. If you knock out a pillar in a building, if it would knock it down, you could use your construction skill, right? So that might be kind of difficult or easy or average, right? So there was easy, average, difficult. And what it would do is, an easy, you would have to roll double or under your skill. So let's say my skill was three. I would roll a six or under a d6, and it would, and I would be uh, successful in whatever I'm doing for that, with that skill. If it was average, it was just that number and below. So if it was average, I had a skill of three. It would I have to roll three or less on my ten side die. And if it was difficult, it would be half. So it'd be a one point five rounded down to one. So you would have to roll a one on if your skill was three. And you always round down no matter what the number was because it's a dark world. <laughs> so the part that they didn't like, a lot of people didn't like, was the combat system. And one of them was that they had they had this combat system was depending on your on your speed, and you would. And you would act. There was six phases, and if you if you had a one, you would only act on the first phase, and then every anybody who had a two would act on the one and the two, and anybody who had a three would act on the one, two, three. So if you had a one, and somebody had a three, they would act two three. more times than you did. Now some people hated this idea. So what am I doing while this person's running around doing all kinds of things? Well, in the game, they explained it that combat was really a pain in the ass or it was really shocking, right? It was something that normal people don't usually react very well to. It's violence and or shocking things. So in that in that time that you are 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 sitting there not doing anything, you're basically like in shock. You're like you know, like, whoa, you know, you, your brain is not working, is not processing this information fast enough. Do you enough get to go up? To react. It was very hard to move up that skill or that speed or whatever it was called. I forget what it was. But it really bothered some people. I remember we were playing with David and he was a martial artist, which he actually had a speed of three. But, you know, monsters can go really, you know, it can be supernatural and stuff. And the monster was like a speed of four or five or something. And he absolutely detested the idea that he couldn't do anything while the monster had two extra rounds to do something. I can see that. Yeah, it was very frustrating. But that was the the whole idea was that you're dealing with these supernatural things. And that's going to cause you... You know, like I said, it takes time to process this information of you're seeing this evil thing that shouldn't exist that everybody told you was, you know, fairy tales or whatever. And it's true life in your face and it's trying to eat you or your friends or whatever. Right. So, you know, some people might. Is it really trying to eat me? Because <laughs> I don't think I should do that. So a lot of people had a problem with that. And then they didn't like the D10 system because it was too narrow of a. Of a, of a number right it was it was either too hard or too easy so were you just rolling a 2d6 or what no it's a 10-sided die oh just a 10-sided die. right two for the skills so then they came out with the pc booster which caused we made it a d20 system 
Now this aggravated Felipe years later when <laughs> when D and D came out with the D twenty system because he goes, No, the original D twenty system was Dark Conspiracy and uh, Twilight two thousand that came out with the D twenty, but nobody listened to his impotent <laughs> nerd rage, right? So when the first edition came out also, there were three books that, or a trilogy that was published by oh, Michael Stackpole, yes. which Saul bought, of course, and read, them. and read them. Which was weird because I, I found the first book, no problem. The second book, the third book, I had a terrible time finding it because it seemed like they, they 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 published less and less and less books or something. Because, but I I thought it was a very good trilogy. It's called the Fiddleback Trilogy, and what's funny is that uh, I remember some reading somewhere is that is that uh, Michael Stackpole was told what Dark Conspiracy was, and then he wrote the book uh-huh. before he had never played the game. So some of the things were totally like it didn't make sense or it wasn't, it wasn't quite. It didn't go with the game. Exactly. Exactly. But I, I, I wasn't that critical of a reader. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was really neat. And if you can find those books, they're a pretty fun read. They're not that difficult. I mean, Michael Stackpole, if you like his style, you know, it's one of his earlier works. He went on to write for Star Wars and stuff like that, and now is a really good writer. So there's been there has the fourth edition come out yet, or is yeah. it on its way? Uh, well, so the first edition came out. Then there was the the, the PC booster kit that made it a D twenty. And then and so so there was a problem though because GDW went, went out, out of, of business, business in 1993 yes. in the middle of they had just talked about making the second edition. Right. So the second edition. Um, I don't or think they went ever... out of business in 1995. So, would, did the second edition ever come out? I don't think so. So, what happened was the second edition was supposed to come out by GDW. Boom, it, it went out of business, and it took a lot of games with it. I mean, GDW was a was a big company. Well, it produced a lot of stuff, right? But unfortunately, went out of business. And so, what what, what happened was. I think it passed through different hands, right? Yes. The license. Yes, it did. The license passed to, I'm not sure who, but then in... Something Dynasty Productions or something? Something like that. But then it, it came to Dark Conspiracy Enterprises licensed the gamers con- comogulate. Comogulate, yes. I can't say that right. <laughs> to publish the third edition. Right. But it didn't happen. Right. Because what, what they figured out is publishing is expensive and very difficult. And this is the time before... Uh, Kickstarter. This is all before 2000, right? Yes. Yes. And then in um, in 2010, the option for the third edition was granted to Kinstaff Media, yes. and Kinstaff created a division called Three Ombres Games, and then <laughs> they published a PDF of a third edition in 2012. Right. I have that. Of course you the do. PDF. Well, I think it was real cheap, or it was. Something. It was on Drive to RPG. Or Drive to RPG. So they talked about doing a fourth edition, right? And, and then they went out of business. <laughs> and they went out of business, right? So what happened was. So it is a dark conspiracy. Yeah, it did. Nobody want that. They're doing it on purpose. They don't want people knowing the truth. You know, getting crazy ideas of you know, go battling evil. <laughs> so it's a very you know, it's unfortunately it's a very storied history with dark conspiracy. So did the fourth edition come out? No, no. Oh, okay. What happened was. I I I I'm in a group. I, I think it's on Facebook, and they were talking about they were talking about this fourth edition and this company. I think they were in Germany, a, a company I had never heard of. Said that they were gonna uh, what is it? Uh, crowdfund the fourth edition, right? And so they started taking crowdfunding, and it was this crowdfunding crowdfunding site or company that I had never heard of. 
So immediately I said, well, I'm not too sure about that. And then and one, I don't know this company. Then I don't know the crowdfunding company. I guess it was based in Europe somewhere. And then I'm like, uh. And then. It, the the company is called. Was. U-H-R-W-E-R-K Verlog. Yes. Slash Clockwork Productions. Yes. Yeah. I had never heard of them. They were some German. And then they, they said that they were, uh, what is it? Uh, basically, they had written one RPG in German. Uh, and that was the only thing they had done. And so, so people, you know, I remember in the, in the kick, in the, in the Facebook page, people were, were going ahead and, uh, and doing the, not kickstarting it, but paying into this crowdfunding thing, you know, and I held off, I go, well, if it, uh, and I, and one of those things is I held off the things. Well, if it gets published, then it'll probably get printed. And then if it gets printed, it might get sold in stores and then I'll buy it then. Cause I wasn't too sure about it. Sure enough, a few months later, after like people are asking what's going on, what's going on, it turns out that they don't have the funds, right? They're going bankruptcy. They're going through bankruptcy. Well, gamers, being that they're very hopeful people, they still think that these companies can come out of bankruptcy and publish this game. Now, I'm, I'm not that close to, to any of the people who are really... There's some people who are really into this game. Like there was this uh, online uh, or a PDF called uh, was it Demon Ground. They made yeah. they made a game they made a, a like a fanzine and it was really good and they made this for like even after obviously after GDW had gone down or had closed his, his doors and they were publishing you know I, I forget the guy's name I should I should those crazy fans yeah I think I forget his name I don't want to say the wrong name then don't but so one of them is really into into this into this uh, game and and has kept it alive by forming Facebook groups by putting out content through uh through that demon ground uh fanzine and they finally closed their you know they finally shut down because it takes a lot of work and a little bit of money to create these online pdfs and stuff like that so there's no fourth edition so there's no fourth edition but you know but but if you go to the facebook page they have hope uh you know these guys are are love fighting the evil that is insurmountable against the odds right there's no way you're gonna win but you're gonna you're gonna give it that tribe that Whatever, because humanity is not going to go down without a fight. So neither are these, <laughs> neither are these gamers, right? Because they want that fourth edition or fifth edition, whatever it is. You know, I'm perfectly fine playing the the D20 version, right? I think that one works really well. I haven't tried the third edition that came with the PDF that I got from Drive Through RPG. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, but you know, it is it is an older game. It is. Uh, but I, I, what I like about it is, unlike Call of Cthulhu. It, even though there's no insanity rolls, there's no insanity rolls. That's what I like about it. But unlike that one, you know, basically in Call of Duty, you're not going to win. Well, in you're this one, win. you're going to have a, a chance of winning a small yeah. section right. of your and, and, of your ground. And in in Call of Duty, the only thing you could do is slow down Cthulhu or any of the other mid dark old gods, whatever you call them. From coming I don't think you can really everybody. slow down Cthulhu. But. Well, that's that's the whole point, is that all these little machinations that Cthulhu and his buddies have, all you can do is slow it down, right? You're going to go mad, you're going to die, but there's a chance you might slow down, slow it down. In Dark Cons- Conspiracy, the odds are pretty much against you. But what I like about Dark Conspiracy, one, you don't usually go crazy, or you don't go crazy. And two, you can shoot the hell out of monsters, right? Because like in Cthulhu, you know, usually shooting things doesn't do you very much good. But in Dark Conspiracy, it's like that famous, uh, famous line from uh, from Predator. 
if it bleeds, we can kill it. Right? <laughs> so that's what I like about it. It's and it, you know it and and like I said, it shares the rules of Twilight Two Thousand. So there's this kind of like this gun porn part built in the uh, feeling into this game. They have a lot of guns. They they really like they're really into guns and and how uh, and how much damage each gun can do. So so that's pretty cool. You know. So there's a gun chart. There, there is guns. And that's good. I don't know about a gun chart. I remember a gun chart exactly. I really like the setting, and the rules you know uh, are pretty good. I think I I like them. Uh, Felipe ran a game of it at a convention, uh, DungeonCon of all things, which is coming up in February. Years ago, years ago, and I think he ran it on a Monday, which is a terrible day to run it, or might have been Sunday morning. And it was only me and like three other guys, two other guys playing, so it was a small game, but it was fun. Uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, so what do you what do you think about that setting? Would you play in that game, Jolene? Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. You're not going to fight me on this one? I like the setting. I, I find it interesting. It's it's a little bit dystopian, but yes, it's also kind of like supernatural, right? Yes. Because you're, you're a monster hunter. hunter. And basically, that's what it is. You're a monster hunter. And in group. supernatural, people don't see what's coming. I mean, they don't. Most people don't don't believe in, you know, whatever, demons, whatever. Yeah, you're right. The monsters are not common knowledge, right? And they... The Winchesters and their friends, or the hunters, are out there protecting humanity from these beasts. Well, in this case, there's beasts and stuff, but and it's not necessarily supernatural, until some of it might be. But it's uh, an interdimensional portal where these things are coming through. Right. But it's this. So organized. it's a lot. It's kind of like Doctor Who, in that <laughs> sense, right? Doctor Who also people were walking around have no idea, and even then, when they when they do know that there's aliens and stuff. You know, they just want to live their life, and and all that stuff is just above my pay grade, right? <laughs> yes, but yeah, so yeah, monster hunting. So that's what this game's about. At least that's my take on it, right? This organized thing about it, right? There's this organization, or this this evil is organized, which is kind of weird to to explain or to describe. It's like the big ball of dark evil coming in. Uh, Fifth element? Yes. Well, let's say the, the fifth element. Let's say, you know, but it's more like it infiltrates the government, right? It infiltrates, right, right. you know, corporations. And so it's, it's a combination of the X-Files and all kinds of things. I mean, it, it's a it's an idea that, that we live with, right? There's all kinds of conspiracy theories anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so yeah, so since, since, yeah, since the... Forever, since 1947, when the aliens landed and the government's been covering it up. And that's exactly where Dark Conspiracy starts, by the way. That's exactly what they say. They make a deal with these aliens. and, and But like all aliens are just like humans, they make a mistake and open an interdimensional so por- portal. It's Actually, it is like, like uh, what is it? The, the X-Files, X-Files, right? Yeah. That's when. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically like X-Files. I think X-Files is Dark Conspiracy. No, because cause X, well, but X Files came out in 1991 also. So oh, did it? Yeah. Wow. I think. No, or, no, it wasn't until we came to San Jose. No, we were in Salinas. Okay, fine. We well. used to watch it there. <laughs> did we? Okay, yeah. I thought I remember just watching it here when we moved here, and used to used to record them on the. I used to put v- it on videotapes video for you. Were you uh, young people VCR tapes or these big old huge uh, tapes that would record uh, shows on TV? Which is what we had to do because Saul worked. At weird hours, so we had to. I had to record all the prime time shows. Yes. I used to buy bricks of VCR tapes oh, to I do know. this. I had to throw those away. It is a it is a monster hunting, a la Carl Koshak. Carl, uh, you know, or sometimes you don't have to. Uh, what is it? You don't have to kill the monster. You just maybe had to expose them too, because then right. the military well, would have to show up. Can and kill you? Them. Um, 
I, I haven't played Dark Conspiracy, so yeah. can you play inside the metropolises? Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. You where play. that would be where the intrigue would be, right? Oh, well, you would play. You know, there's settings everywhere. So the the interesting thing to me when I was reading about it is the in between lands in the heartland of America, oh, yeah. where their powers iffy. Um, there's demon grounds out there, right? But people still live out there, and they act like it's normal. Yes. And the police and the government don't really have agencies out there anymore because it's not, you know. Well, there might be some crazy sheriff who thinks, you know, hey, he has to protect his people. Yeah, different and, things like that. Yeah. So so it opens up the whole world of possibilities. And it all depends on what timeline you're talking about, right? Because, like, the farther forward the timeline, to closer to Armageddon or the apocalypse, whatever you want to call it. Or you could you could set it closer to, like, you know, things are just starting to get weird, right? The Rust Belt, as we call it now, is becoming the abandoned belt, right? Because less people live out there, more people are spread through the cities. And, you know, and when there's less people, weird crap can happen out there and nobody's going to know. And when they said the, the setting, I'll, I'll read to you what they said about the setting. It's an all-too-near future. The Greater Depression has just happened. There's a swings towards nationalism. The social safety nets are all in tatters. And the corporations control the government openly. Corruption is commonplace. And the haves, it's, versus, it's the haves versus the have-nots. I don't know. They made this game in 1991. <laughs> so the future <laughs> is very interesting. Except for the aliens and yes. interdimensionals. Yes. So... I really like the game. It's a classic. Uh, to me, it's a classic game. I wish I played it more. You know, I he wishes that about all role-playing games. That's true. But I really like. I mean, I, I actually ran a campaign of this. We had a lot of fun playing it. It is. It, it's. It's a good monster hunting game, right? Yes. Which is all you can ask for in a good RPG. So yeah, unless so, you want some other kind of RPG, but you know. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think they might try to make, you know come out with the fourth edition. Uh, they're, they're really trying, they're really but trying, the companies know. keep going out of yes. business that are trying to polish it, I, I think, uh, which could be a dark conspiracy. Yes, right. I just, you never know, right? They're trying to keep the, the truth from going out there. <laughs> so if you run across this game, I'm sure there are additions out there. Can you get them on eBay? I'm sure you can get them on eBay. I think the there PDF should be a PDF. Is, the PDF is available on the drive-thru. If you don't sure. like the, if you get the, the one with the, the D20 expansion or whatever. Well, they never published a second edition, so you would have to get the, the what is it, the that's first edition and then they get the PC booster kit. PC booster kit, that's what they call it. Yes, yeah, the PC so. booster kit. And, and third edition probably has it, but it's only in a, in a PDF. The third edition is only on PDF. Yeah. And it basically uses the same system, but they just tweaked it a little bit from what so I So if you're looking it. for a new Monster Hunter game or yes. Dark Conspiracy game, go find it. And yes. Play it. Have fun. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul. Angeline. You have a good day.